Welcome to the Listening Podcast from Jim Reed and Phil Buchan, where we interview interesting, influential people who share their stories to inspire you in business and in life. This week's episode is slightly different. We've teamed up with Developing the Young Workforce Northeast, the organisation that bridges the gap between employers and education. They've recruited two Kemney Academy pupils, Naya and Liam, who speak to Jim to find out a little bit more about him and his career path. Here's what they found out. Hi, I'm Liam. And I'm Naya. And we're here on behalf of Kemney Academy and DYW. We're just here to ask a bit more uh, about yourself and learn a bit more about the workplace and uh, the local business. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Uh, so can you introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. So I'm Jim Reed of Jim Reed Vehicle Sales and Service. And we were established back in 2003. So we've been in the go for 18 plus years. Local company based in Contour. And how did you get into your career? So I kind of stumbled into to the motor industry. So I come from a farming background. I was born and brought up in Keith in, in Banffshire. And I was one of six of a family and I was second youngest son. Now, my brother and I were both offered the farm when I was, what, 15 or 16 years old, and I decided that it was just not for me. Farming was not for me. It was far too mm-hmm. far too much you know, work involved. You get no time off at all. Uh, so what I decided to do was go into motor trade and have exactly the same time off <laughs> as you, you get having farming. Well, that's mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah but... With regards to obviously school and side of things, I was just 16 years old, which is likely a bit similar to ages to yourself. And I went through, I was a, a December leaver. So I wasn't allowed to, to, to leave school when my friends left school. And I got an opportunity at the time, what do they call it, a YTS scheme, which was a youth training scheme, which was set up for the mm-hmm. government. It was a lead into the apprenticeship side of things. It was your first lead into the apprenticeship side of things. And there was an ad- advertisement where you looked at all the adverts eh, on an, an impression journal on, a, I think it was a Friday afternoon, and I saw this little advert, youth training scheme for the motor industry. And I was intrigued by that. I really loved electronics. Eh, so yeah. I went in for this interview into Aberdeen, and I said I was wanting to be an auto electrician. And the guy said, I'm sorry, but all the auto electrician positions are actually taken. You can't have that. <laughs> and I goes, okay, <laughs> so what is left? And they said, parts department. So that's parts and accessories. So that's how I stumbled into the motor industry all those moons ago. Brilliant. So what made you uh, like technology and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so, so I mean, I've, I've always had, you know, a, a love for the technology side of things. Unfortunately, obviously, I didn't get that electronics side of things job. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at maths and English. I did particularly well at school with those. And, uh, you know, thoroughly enjoyed that side of things. So the part side of things, a lot with the part numbers and counting and, and accounts and things like that as well. Did a bit of accounts at school as well. And that was the, 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 the love of it, to be quite honest with you. And I got a chance mm-hmm. to speak to a lot of people, you know. And, and, and yeah. as you can see, I love speaking. So there we go. It was a job, job, <laughs> job made for me, wasn't it? <laughs> what made you decide to locate in Contour, like locally? Yeah, so that's a very, very good question. So, so... 
when mum and dad decided to leave the farm because farming was at that point, so that's gone back to 1985, 86, it was a terrible, terrible uh, late crop uh, for, for, the, <laughs> for, for the farm. And my dad was just at a point where, I, I do believe my mum and dad are still alive, they're 87 years old, they stay in Couture, they still stay in Couture, yeah. the, the house they actually moved to uh, when they actually came out of the farm 35 years ago. And I can almost guarantee if my dad was still in farming, he would be dead. You know, it's as simple as that. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a very, very hard life. I mean, I know we, we look at farmers from a distance and we see great big tractors and a lot of money and things are gotten spent in the but it's a mm-hmm. very, very hard job and it's, you know, it's very, very hard on the mind as well as the body. And I do believe that he would be a goner by now. So we, we there was only two of us left at the school. I just left the school and, and now I've got this job in Aberdeen. And mum and dad decided to go through closer to Aberdeen and settle there. So it was only myself and my sister left and the rest of them were all you know, either married or... Uh, you know, left to, to do other other different careers yeah. and things like that. So yeah. my, my sister still was at school, and she actually went to Chemney Academy. She finished her final year in Chemney Academy, and uh, yeah, so we settled in Contour. And as I say, mum and dad are still are still there. So at at the Jim Reed place of work, what does a normal day of work look like for you yourself? Well, for for, for me, a. I suppose my, my role has changed significantly over the last two or three years. Phil, who you've been introduced to, has taken over the daily day running of the sales department, which is what my yeah. role was up until very recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I take mm-hmm. more a, like a management type role, so I'm looking at the whole place because we've expanded quite significantly. So when you when you think back in 2003, it was only myself, Gail, and my, you know, my wife, Gail, who set the place mm-hmm. up. So it was only yeah. two of us. So we did everything. Yeah. yeah so we see so we b- yeah. bought the cars, we sold the cars, we washed the cars, we cleaned the cars. Yeah. You know, we did absolutely everything. The only thing we didn't do, because I'm not a mechanic, is we didn't service cars. But we had to go back and forth mm-hmm. with those to the to the workshop. And uh, yeah, interesting times. But we've obviously moved on significantly from there. We've got a workshop with yeah. with six of our staff in the workshop. We've got sales, and we've got six across the sales side as well. And we've got some part-time staff in there as well with, with cleaning and so on and, 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 and a bit of administration and things like that. So it's been a big change. But my day is more more made up of, you know, looking at, you know, the progression of the of the company and the management of the company. So yeah. looking at a lot of the figures, you know, and comparing that with, mm-hmm. you know, year, you know, last year and potentially the year before and making sure we're on the, the yeah. correct route, on the correct path for, you know, being in control of, uh, I suppose, you know, profitability for the company. Uh, yeah. I love marketing, marketing and advertising. I absolutely love. I think I've actually lost my vocation. To be quite honest with you, uh, I should have actually went down the marketing and advertising. I absolutely love that. I love, uh, uh, you know, social media for us is just fantastic because it's you know it's free, yeah. it's cheap, you know, it's cheaper free, and it's directly into mm-hmm. the into the customer. And and we absolutely love social media from a marketing perspective. But we love that all that stuff. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. really enjoy that. Out of like your whole career, um, what skill do you think you value the most? What skill? A uh, communication. Uh, I think. Yeah. You know, I think. I think communication is one of the biggest uh, underrated skill that there is actually out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say to to my people that you know it's lack of communication that uh, you know causes wars. There's only two things that causes wars: there's lack of communication. In religion, 
So yeah. yeah, and I don't do religion, so <laughs> so, so <laughs> communication is definitely the, the the main thing. You know, if you can communicate correctly, and one of my my favourite sayings is, it's not about, it's not always about what you say; it's about how you say it. You know, and, yeah. and that's yeah. you know that is something. If you if you remember that saying throughout throughout your life, you can't go that far wrong because, you know, sometimes we've got to give bad news. You know, for for, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, uh, you know, let it be, you know, a fault with a car or or whatever it is, you've got to give a customer, you know, yeah. bad news, uh, and it's all to do how you how you put that bad news across. So communication is definitely the skill I would say the is the most important. What skill do you wish you had? Skill do I wish I had? Uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a very good question, Liam. I'm going to be stumped with that one to be honest with you. I wish I could read minds. Does that, does that work? Is that, is that a skill? Uh, I'd be a very, very, you know, a very rich man if I could uh, read minds. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think, I think I could brush up on skills. You know, other skills. You know, I'm I'm, I'm 52 and I still I still know that I don't know everything. And you know, every yeah. still, every day is still a school day for us. You know, and and I think mm-hmm. if you live your life saying that you could always learn. That's definitely the best way to go. So, so skills, yeah. Mm. There's, there's still a few things there, and you polish up in my skills, Liam. So you're absolutely right. If you were like to start um, your whole business again, um, would you do anything differently, or would you keep it all the same? <laughs> that that is a, that is a fantastic, fantastic question. Uh, the the difficulty is, Naya, is is the fact that you don't know when you're building a business. You know, you mm-hmm. can have goals. And you can have vision, but sometimes you know things. A lot of the things within a business are out with your control. You know, for mm-hmm. instance, you know, in eighteen plus years that we've been in business, we went through two very, very big events. You know, one just in the last couple of years with COVID, eh, and yeah. the the second was back in two thousand and nine when it was obviously the financial crash. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. during the financial crash, believe it or not. We were building this big garage here, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, I was completely committed, and I thought it was yeah. an absolutely crazy thing to do to go and move in. But it's actually been one of the best things we've ever done. You know, would I change anything? I wouldn't change anything because I think you know, that you know, there's there's no point in regretting anything in life. You know, I I, I don't yeah. think you know. If you're saying do you regret anything, well, I, I don't regret anything because at the end of the day, you're always learning from your mistakes and you've got to make mistakes mm-hmm. to grow if you know what I mean yeah. Uh, yeah. I think if you the only thing would be you know is to how you you know I suppose don't know how to think you know how, how to word this properly but if you if you were looking at you know how you put money into different parts of the business you know what I should have likely done was yeah. extend extend the business sooner than I did and not just look at it's the sales side of things because there's so much different mm. different diversities uh, out there that you could have actually used you know money in different places if you know what I mean yeah, yeah. don't know if that answers the question so, <laughs> <laughs> so from uh, all that experience and uh, things like that what advice would you give to us about the world of work or if we wanted to start our own business etc yeah I, th- I think I think the uh, there's you know, it's DYW a, f- a famous uh, phrase, isn't it? You know, there's, there's there's no wrong path, yeah. 
and, yeah. and it's so true. I mean, that's one of the things that I love about DYW is because there is no wrong path. You know, I, I didn't, you know, I did particularly well at O grade level, which is obviously a you know standard level. Uh, but I didn't, you know, I didn't go back to finish my hires. You know, I, I didn't feel mm, the yeah. need to go and do that. And I run a business, whereas none of my, none of my other siblings, bar one, run a business. You know what I mean? So, mm. so no wrong path. I think is is, is definitely a way to, to 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 look at things. Advice yeah. wise, I would say, do something you love, and you will find it a lot easier to go to your work every day. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you find something you absolutely love, and let that be, you know, talking to people, let it be, you know, accounting, whatever it is you really, really love at school. You know, school is just a learning platform for the rest of your life. That's what it is. You know, it's it's yeah. it's like it's yeah. like getting mm-hmm. offered a box of sweets, and then you taste every little sweet, and you go, ah, I love this sweet though, and you go back and yeah. and, and then. You gorge on that sweets, you know. That's 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 like, mm-hmm. and then you'll love life because of it. If you do something you love, mm-hmm. you'll never regret. You'll never regret that. That's the advice I would give. When you were younger, did you always want to have a business of your own, like a car business? No, that no would be the answer. Uh, I'd always had a love of of cars, but but the funny thing is, a lot of people say this, but I don't I don't love I don't love cars. If you know what I mean, I don't. I've never yeah. got a desire for, for owning a big, fancy car. I see the business as, I, l- I love people. I love speaking to people, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, let it be cars. I'm, if, even if it wasn't the cars I was selling, it'd be something else I'd be selling because I do enjoy the sales process. You know, if you yeah. love the process, you can't go far wrong. You know, it's, it's the love of the process, not the love of the actual product or the service that you're providing. You've got to be passionate yeah. about what you're selling or you won't successfully sell. But the reality yeah. is, it's not about the car side of things, it's about the, you know, the depth of, you know, what you really enjoy doing. And if, you know, I, I you know, as I say, you know, communicating to people and speaking to people, uh, I think we're very privileged in, in this, you know, this business to, to be able to do that on a daily day basis. Yeah. So speaking about school, uh did you enjoy school? Did you like it? Um, what did you like about it? <laughs> so, 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 if I if I ask you, do you think I would have liked school? Um, yeah. I say no. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy school at a point. You know, I enjoy the social aspect of school. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Played a lot of football and and, and so on and so yeah. forth. Did I really enjoy school? No, I didn't really enjoy school. Yeah. Uh, once you get, you go through different stages at school, as you well know, uh, you know, you yeah. love primary school, you get into the first and second year, yeah, listen, that was really, really good. And then when you're actually down to the individual, you know, selection on process of what you had yeah. to pick, you know, I, I don't know, there was, I, I didn't feel it was right. And I know a lot of things have changed in school and since then, you know, for subjects, uh, picking and things like that. But you know, I didn't thoroughly enjoy my last you know couple of years at school at all, especially the last year. Uh, I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. You know, I couldn't wait to get out to the the big yeah. big bad world and make some money. To be quite honest with you. So um, speaking about uh, schools and how you played football, did you have any other hobbies or interests that maybe you still do today? 
so, uh, things that I do today uh, and what I was doing at school. So, you know, play, play, playing football, I played a lot of football, watched a lot of football, and believe it or not, I play no football and I watch very f- little football now, which is which is un- which is unusual. Yeah. But then again, when you bring up family over a fair period of time, and we are now into to, to grandchildren uh, regions now, so that's obviously different altogether. Uh, what I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, I used to absolutely love uh, drawing and sketching, believe it or not. I yeah. love being artistic, mm-hmm. and uh, that's slightly where part and parcel of that and the, the advertising and marketing side of things comes in. Uh, and I love yeah. I love reading books. And, I, and, the, and the funny thing is, Liam, I didn't used to like reading books. Books, you know, at school, yeah. I never I never likely read books at school. Yet, once you find something you really enjoy reading, you go back to yeah. time and time yeah. again. Uh, so, so that's a that's a big plus. I love love reading books and a little bit of sketching every now and again. A bit of cartooning. I like a bit of cartooning. <laughs> uh, yeah. A wee bit of designing and things like that as well. So, yeah. Good stuff. I think that's a yeah, set of questions. questions. Is that us? Yeah. yeah so. We'd just like to thank um, Jim and Phil and DYW team and along with Camden Academy as well. Super. Well, listen, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, being in front of you guys so it's, it's really really good and thanks very much for taking the time to, to interview me and uh, open the signatures and, and, and autographs if you want <laughs> no I'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> no listen thanks very much for, for, for inviting us across and uh, we'll pop this up in a, in, a, in a podcast as well we yeah. use this for our LinkedIn podcast thank you as well, as well. Yep. yeah thanks for yeah, having us thank you superb lovely thanks very much thank you Now that was just a little different for a listening podcast, but how well did Naya and Liam do? It's the first time they've interviewed a business person, it's the first time they've done a podcast, and I think they did brilliantly. So developing the young workforce northeast bridges the gap between employers and education to help the young people find fulfilling careers. So you can find out more about what they do and how they do it on dyw.org.uk or of course contact Jim Reed or myself Phil Buchan and we would be delighted to put you in contact with those to get involved with the DYW scheme. Until next time, look after yourselves and stay tuned for another episode of Listening coming to you very soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>